Welcome to the Minute Church Podcast. Today we're continuing our series called The Vow. Today's sermon is The Vow of Pursuit. By nature, we want to pursue what we don't have, but we're going to learn just how important it is to promise to God that we will always pursue our number two. So sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. Today I'm excited to be continuing our series called The Vow, The Vow. And so last week we learned a little bit about setting priorities. And today I'm pumped up to be continuing the series. And uh, last week we talked just a little bit and briefly uh, about us setting good priorities. And we made a promise last week and it says, I promise God will be my first priority and my spouse will be my number two. And those that are uh, in a relationship and uh, maybe seeking the one that says, I will promise God will be my first priority as he prepares me for my spouse to be my number two. And so, uh, and we talked about it last week. And if you missed that, our our podcast will be uploaded this week. So you guys stay tuned to that information uh, as it's coming. And so if you missed it, it was an incredible, incredible message as we set and changed our. I hear you, God. That happened last week too. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but but last week, you know, we did talk about that, and and it was it, it was great. So we can shift our focus and shift our priorities around. But today's sermon is entitled "The Vow of Pursuit." The Vow of Pursuit. Now, anybody anybody in here ever seen a high pursuit chase? Anybody ever seen one either in real life or on uh, Facebook or YouTube? Who remembers a man named? O.J. Simpson. <laughs> anybody, anybody, anybody remember the white Bronco that he drove forever and ever, and he had a whole line of police cars behind him? Anybody, everybody in here should know about this but one. Uh, and so, and if, you, you know, if you don't know what I'm saying here, you've been living on a rock. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But back in the, back in the day, O.J. Simpson decided he wanted to go on a, uh, a high-speed pursuit. <laughs> Bless his heart. And, and so, if you've ever seen this, uh, a police chase, man, the, the, the car, usually they, they've committed some type of crime and they're running from the police. Don't do that. Do not run from the police. That's frowned upon. Don't do that. Nobody does that. Okay? Stop that. Got pulled over, pull over, find out what's going on, and don't run from them. Disclaimer. But a pursuit. I always liked uh, the show Cops and, and when they'd get in the foot pursuits. The car take off, and they chase after them, and then the guy or gal will bail out of the car, and, and now they're on foot pursuit. <laughs> they're chasing after them. And my favorite thing about cops is the taser episodes. <laughs> the taser episodes are my favorite. <laughs> and so you get on there, and all of a sudden, they'd be chasing after them, and, and they'd you know, pull out their taser, and they'd fire the trigger, and those prongs would go out, and it's just like a dead fish. It's just, I was, I was not going to fall, y'all. See, all y'all thought I was about to fall down, didn't you? <laughs> and, so, and so, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> this person described right here. <laughs> They're dying today. But anyway, uh, <laughs> bless their heart, dude. Um, but you guys, listen, listen, listen. Don't be running from the police. But I loved it because it just flopped right down, and it's so funny to watch them. But listen, listen. Let's, let's be honest here. Anybody in here ever made a fool of themselves? Ever made a fool of yourself? <laughs> For love. Anybody? Anybody in here ever made a fool of themselves for love? Oh, I got some stories I'm going to tell you guys today. So back when I was a teenager, I had googly eyes. <laughs> and, and I was in love with this girl. I mean, I was in love with her. And I was blind. You know, sometimes love's blind. Hey, me and Pastor. And, and, and I was in love with this girl. 
And I've done some stupid things, some dumb things. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you some dumb stuff I've done. Check it out, check it out. So me and this girl, we was like, hey, let's go out on a date. I'm like, oh, yeah. So let me tell you what I did. Let me tell you what I did. So I dressed my best. I put my best blue jeans on. I put my nice shirt on. I buttoned it up all nice. I even tucked it in. And, and, and back when I was in the middle school, I thought it was the cool thing to put hair gel in my hair. Now, y'all quit laughing. I don't have hair now. And see, back then, what I thought was cool, it wasn't spiking it up. It was laying it flat. And I took my scissors, and I trimmed it up just right. It's all true. Took it up nice and, and dry across here. I had hair back then. More than I have now. Me and this girl, we're going out on a date. Oh, I had some cash in my pocket. I said, we're going to eat good. We're not going to eat on the value menu at McDonald's. We're going to eat the combos. It's going to be great. So we go to the food court and the mall. I get her pay. I pay for her meal. I was sharp dressed. <laughs> I don't know what she was wearing because I don't remember. But, but anyway, so I took her, bought her a meal. And my mom and daddy's like, listen, don't spend all your money on this girl. It's all the money you got. It's all your allowance, all your birthday money. Spend all your money. But I love her. I love this girl. So I bought her lunch. That was cool. Then we walked around the mall and she wanted an outfit. So I bought her an outfit. And, 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 and then she walked by K Jewelers and said, there's this nice necklace she really wanted. And I was like, ooh. It was in my affordable range because I had a clearance aisle. It was on the knockoff aisle. It was only like $10. But I was, I was cool because I was just making it rain with money in there. She thought I was rich. And, and, and I bought her this nice necklace. You know what happened after that? She broke up with me. She broke up with me. She cut my heart. I lost that money. She didn't give me my, rent, my, my, my uh, necklace back, the outfit back. She didn't give me nothing back. But I was in love. I loved this girl. I thought I did, but <laughs> but it made me look like a fool. When I got home and I was crying, and my mom and daddy's like, we tried to tell you. <laughs> we tried to tell you don't spend all your money that you done saved up on this girl. So I made a fool of myself. It wasn't Tasha, by the way, y'all. <laughs> wasn't Tasha. It was a long, long time ago. But our, but our, our, sometimes we can make a fool of ourselves for love. But did you guys know by nature we pursue what we don't have? By nature we pursue things that we don't have. Man, I was like, man, I don't have a girlfriend. I want to impress her. That's why I dressed nice. I had my hair all perfectly aligned up there, flat top. It was shiny because I like the shiny stuff. <laughs> the other stuff gave me danger. But we pursue things we don't have. That's why we write notes when we have a meeting or uh, a class that's coming up and we're preparing for a presentation. Maybe you're like me or some other folks, we want to get famous and we're making that mixtape. <laughs> waka waka, <laughs> MC Mikey. Y'all get that next week. <laughs> Maybe you want to enjoy the outdoor life, but you start by preparing by camping out indoors just to see if you like it. And then people all the time tell me, I am that person that, hey, you're a go-getter. How did you get to be that, ah, just in your face type of person? It took me a while. It took me practice. Y'all won't believe this, but back in high school and middle school, I was really shy. Woo, yeah, amen. <laughs> it's a true story. I was shy. 
But I'd get around people and I'd warm up and I'd be like, boom. <laughs> and sometimes we all have similar stories. Look, y'all know what y'all guys got? Y'all got a story and a story worth telling. And I love hearing stories. I love hearing you guys' stories and your backstories. But guess what? When you share your stories, you find out, hey, we may have similar things that we've experienced in our lives. Let me share some things that we may have had some similarities that maybe some of you have done. Anybody in here may have been like me, have drove overnight somewhere. Anybody? Anybody? You've drove overnight or you drove a long distance somewhere? Me too. <laughs> maybe you've spent a whole lot of money, your hard-earned money on a concert. Anybody? Anybody? Come on. None of you. I know I have. A bunch of times. <laughs> Nobody? Let me tell you what aggravates me now. We go to a concert, and, and I paid all this money to go see this group play. Now, when I go to a concert, I like to sit in a certain spot, a certain section. I like to sit close to the front so I can sit there and nobody's in my way. Because there's everybody standing up, they're singing louder than the people. I didn't pay to hear them sing. Or you get there, and this is what you see. Well, not this way. You're like, they're like this. And they're watching the, 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 the concert from the phone because they're recording it, but they're missing what's going on around them. Trust me nuts. I'm like, how are you going to spend all this money, all your hard-earned money, done drove overnight, done drove a long distance to get here, and you're going to sit there on your phone and record it. That's so dumb. Stop that. <laughs> I'm trying, y'all, some, y'all, y'all ain't never drove long distance. Y'all killing me. Y'all killing my message here. Online campus, y'all, I'm talking to y'all for a minute. Y'all ever went long distance somewhere to a concert? Anybody? Amen. Me too. Listen. <laughs> Sometimes we do that and we drive a long distance to get there. I think the furthest we've ever went is about three and a half, four hours to get to a concert because I really wanted to see this group play. And we spent good money because I like a certain section to sit in because I don't know any people around me I can see. And I can sit there and enjoy it. But now that I'm a little bit older, I don't go to as many concerts as I used to. One, they're expensive. Two, them long drives about to kill my hiney. I don't really want to go three, four hours down the road to see somebody play for two hours and have to drive back home. I'm tired. And then you go spend all that money to see them play and you got to eat the food there and it's expensive. I'm getting old. What happened? What happened to us? We stopped pursuing. Because if we were committed to being there, I like roadies, and those, or not roadies, but groupies. Love going to concerts and meeting the groupies. You meet some interesting people. These are the groupies are the people that go everywhere. The band goes every city, every state. They're there. They're like boom, and they're there with them, yelling, screaming at the top of their lungs on the front row. They're in the VIP section because they're pursuing to be with the band. Sometimes when we look at our lives, maybe we're not pursuing Bands, but maybe we're pursuing things in our areas of life. Maybe our body, we want to make some improvements on. Maybe our business, or our yards. Like me, I need some help in my flower beds. Anybody want to come work on my flower beds? Please come work on them. Tasha would be like, I'll pay you good money to help us out. <laughs> but, 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 but oftentimes in our life, why we start, stop pursuing things is because we know, hey, it needs some improvements. And we're just too lazy to get out there and get it done. Last year, we decided that, hey, we we're going to take up some dead things up out of our flower beds, and we dug some stuff up, and guess where it still sits? Because <laughs> it was hot, and it was, I got lazy. And we come up with excuses of why we don't want to 
go to the gym and work out and make you know, good improvements in our life. We make excuses for our businesses. And like me, I keep making excuses for my yard. Sometimes the grass does look greener on the other side. It's because they actually took time to water their grass. They took time to take care of it. And sometimes it's, it's fake grass, but it's neither here nor there. But we have to take time to work on areas in our life. We've got to continue to pursue things and pursue things in areas that need to be improved on. And so last week, again, vow number one, we made a promise that God will be the first priority in our lives and our spouses will be number two. And again, if those are in relationships and, and dating or maybe you still haven't found the right one and you're just kind of hanging out in that phase, your prayer and your priorities should be, God, I promise that you'll be my number one and that once I'm able to find my spouse, they'll be my number two. Prepare me for my number two. And today we're going to talk about vow number two. And it's I promise to always pursue my number two. God should be our number one. Our spouses should be our number two. It tells us in Genesis 2 and 24, this is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. So I'm talking to you guys about the word united. United. I like when we are able to do weddings and they're, they're really cool and I got a couple coming up in April I'm pumped up about and able to be a part of their, these guys' special day and because they've had that pursuit. You guys that have been married, you've, you, and what we're going to be talking about today is going to be really cool because some of these things you're going to be like, man, that's, that is true, that really happened. But the word united means to pursue, or excuse me, it means to cling or adhere to, be part, cling to, to be caught up by pursuit and to pursue hard with affection and devotion. And I remember every day when I was talking to Tasha, I'm like, man, I love this girl. <laughs> we'll talk about our marriage here in just a moment. Let me not get too far ahead of myself. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so me and Tasha, we were dating, man, it was great. Because we were always wanted time. We wanted to be around one another. And, 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 and it was great. It was awesome. And, and I'll be honest with you guys, she, she pursued me a little bit harder than I pursued her at times. And, and it tells us in Psalms 63 and 8, it says, I follow her close behind you. I follow her close behind you. Now, in our relationships, we have to follow her close behind. If we're pursuing after somebody, especially that person we're looking for and we're seeking after, we have to follow her in behind them. And there's oftentimes Tasha was the one that was following really close behind me because my priorities wasn't so correct in my life when we first were together. I had a lot of obligations, a lot of things we were doing, and I was involved in, and, and there was oftentimes that she wanted to see me, she had to come to where I was at. And, and so she was oftentimes following close behind me. And sometimes I'm like, oh, you're going to give me some room? Just leave me alone. <laughs> Stop it. In Job 41 and 17, they are joined fast to one another. They cling together and cannot be parted. And it's really cool because when we united together, and I finally said, man, she keeps following me. She must love me. I can't get rid of her. I, she got googly eyes. I got googly eyes. Maybe we need to, we, maybe we just need to, maybe we just need to get married. <laughs> we cling together. And, and it was great because now that we're dating, now we're, now we're, now we're getting, getting involved, and, and now we're starting to do some ministry stuff together. And any time that you've seen one, you usually seen the other. And, and that was began to be a part of our relationship. We could not be parted. We couldn't be separated. And in Judges 20 and 45, it says, 
they pursued hard after them. She chased hard after me, y'all. She liked my... I didn't have no hair then. She missed the phase of the, the slick down and the cut there. <laughs> I can't grow it back now. So <laughs> she's out of that. But, but she pursued hard. And then I pursued harder. And I was like, man, I got to take her to Taco Bell because it's all I can afford. We know we're all the combo menu. We had Crunch Wrap when they first come out. They were great. <laughs> that was their first date. But there's some people in the Bible about pursuing. And it was Jacob and Rachel. Rachel had this lovely figure. She was beautiful. She was a beautiful woman. Men say amen. You, you love your wife and they're beautiful. Amen. She's beautiful. She was hot. She was thick. And it said that Jacob worked seven years on this relationship. He worked hard. Guys, y'all imagine working hard on something. Relationships aren't an easy task. Sometimes it takes work to make them happen. Sometimes one side wants to work a little bit harder than the other, and that's okay. And, and it's taken me a long time to realize that marriage is a 50-50 take from each given and taking, but it's a 100% commitment from each person. And, and so, and so and, and I'm, I'm, I preach to myself when we up here, so y'all, y'all hear me. And he worked hard for Rachel. Jacob worked hard every day to provide for his future bride. And, so, and, and today I want you guys to, I promise to always pursue my number two. Because everywhere he, she went, he wanted to be. And now, and now that me and Tasha, wherever, when we first were dating, and we, we finally, I changed some priorities in my life, and I wanted to be where she was at. She was there, I wanted her to be there. If I was over here, I wanted her to be with me. We had a dinner to go to, I wanted her to go with me. I wanted to show her off. And if you're not married, you're in that dating phase, it's okay. Don't take someone from granted. Get to know them. Learn them. Talk to them. Pursue after them. Because if Tasha wouldn't have pursued after me and followed after me and, and chased after me, I don't know if we would ever got married. Just being honest with you guys. And I'm sharing this because, hey, because it takes a pursuit. It takes you chasing after somebody. Now, if you keep going and on and on and on and just ain't going to work, just give up. You know what? <laughs> well, well, Pastor Michael, I, I'm going out with this girl or I'm going out with this, this man and they never want to dress up. They just want to stay at home. They're not creative. They don't even clean their car up when I come over and go out on a date. Call that a date. <laughs> Open up the door in your car and you, <laughs> everything explodes out. <laughs> Anybody ever had to have them? I haven't because I like my stuff to be clean. Uh, so I was just getting it right now. All my work stuff's in there. But, but, call this a date. All he wants to do is bring me cookies. He don't want to take no flowers to me. Valentine's Times Day was last week. He didn't get me nothing. I seen Pastor Michael and got his wife some strawberries and chocolate-covered strawberries and chocolate-covered Oreos and and he got her uh, flowers, and it was so nice. Like, he didn't, my man didn't give me that. <laughs> so Pursue. Because you're worth pursuing. You all were worth pursuing. You guys that are married, you were worth, your spouses, you were worth pursuing to them. Don't give up on them. You guys that are in relationships, or keep pursuing. Keep chasing that one. Those that may not be in a relationship, hey, keep praying that God sends you that right one. And when that right one comes, pursue after them. 
So, so yes, okay, just keep going. Keep going. Yeah. You got to close the gap between. You got to close the gap between intentions and actions. You got to close the gap between intentions. Well, I intended on doing this. I intended to do that for her. I intended to do this for them. And most of us, I believe in here, have good intentions. I believe that you have good intentions to have loving feelings for your significant other. And I also know sometimes it could be tired, tiring to be in those moments with those spouses. Sometimes they get aggravating. Sometimes you just want to drive down the car, they open up the door, and for whatever reason you want to push them on out. <laughs> I thought she did one time. She was driving down the road, she opened up the door, and she's like, I'm getting out. I'm like, 90 miles an hour, what are you getting out for? Stop that. We've got to close the gaps between intentions and actions. I can say all day long, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, but if I'm not acting on those intentions, then we're not going to get anywhere. If if Ty's like, hey, I need you to go do this. I built her this thing at the house, and I don't build things for her jewelry. And she nagged me for weeks. About how long did it take? About two months to get this thing signed set up. Drove me insane. I had good intentions to getting it done. I had good, and I, I, I was like, Tasha, I'm going to get to it. I, I don't know how to build it, but I'll figure it out. And, 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 and then I had good intentions getting it done sooner than I did, but I was working a lot. And, and we had church stuff going on, and I was just busy, and I'd get home, and I was just tired. But then the acts take place, and I finally got it done for her, and now she's on my back about doing something else. <laughs> Taking notes. When you think of good something good, say it. When you think of something good, say it. And this can help us not any, only in our marriages and in our relationship with our significant others, but it can also help us with our friendships and relationship with our friends. When you think of something good, say it. it tells us in Hebrews 3 and 13, be uh, but encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of none of you may be hardened by sin's dysfunctionality. That is not what that says, but that's what we're going to go with. <laughs> Deceitfulness. Encourage one another daily. Daily. Encourage everybody. When you see somebody, hey, man, you're doing good. Keep up the good work. We talked about going out to the gym, talking about the hypocrites over there and, and coming into church. Be, be encouraging to them because, because, hey, do one more rep. Do one more. Hey, you got this. And every, every year we have to do an annual uh, agility test at one of my jobs. And, and it's, a, uh, it's called a fit for duty to make sure we're fit enough to go out and, and do the job and perform the job duties we're doing. And I remember that, that as we're going through it, and it, it gets tiring, and it gets hard, and, and then that encouragement kicks in. Hey, man, you got two more stations. You got two more. You got this. Keep going. Hey, another couple minutes, you'll be done. And, and we just keep encouraging one another, and it gives you that boost of confidence. And imagine today you need that boost of confidence in your marriage and your relationships. Hey, I thought it was good. Man, that man, my man, he done a good job putting that thing up on the wall. And Man, he done a good job. Thank you for doing that. Man, it looks good. Don't draw out the negativity into it because if it's bad don't say it it's good but it needs to be painted it's good but it's not level we got this picture at the house I put up with the level and it's hanging on the wall and it don't look level 
What'd you do? I, Tasha, I don't know what to tell you. It's level, according to the level. It's not level. It's not level at all. I'm telling you, it's not level. I said, turn your head like this. It's level. Just say, thank you that it's up there. <laughs> when y'all come to my house, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Put the level up there, it's level. But find the good in it. Hey, thank you for taking time to put that up. I got our Valentine gift two years ago, and it's still hanging up in our bedroom crooked. But you know what she said? Thank you for getting this for me. Thank you. I love it. It's awesome. And just imagine what our lives would be like if every time we seen somebody, we gave them that encouragement. Hey, thank you. Hey, you're doing that. You're doing an awesome job. The people that are outside flipping them signs around because it's tax season, won't you come do their taxes? Every time I see them over at the hospital at Forsyth, I honk the horn at them. Give them some encouragement. Hey, man, you're doing a good job. Doing awesome. The little things in life. Live by thinking for amazing things. Hey, you're amazing. Thank you. Those simple things that you may not think can be appreciative or appreciative. Hey, thank you for doing the dishes. Hey, thank you for taking out the trash. And I'm just as guilty as anybody. I don't do that often, but when I do, she likes it. Just thank me on what could happen later. Pursue her with the words of affection. Pursue her with words of affection, men. Pursue her with those affection words. Now listen. I ain't talking about sexual words. Hey, sexy. How you doing? You know what I'm saying? Don't go in there with the intent of flattering her around and say, hey, if I do this, if I do the dishes, if I take out the trash, I clean that real good, she's going to give me some nookie later, you know what I'm saying? Amen. Let's just be real. This is just reality. But a pursuer with, with affection, come in, wrap your arms around her and say, baby, I love you, and give her a big old sloppy wet kiss. Guys can make an easy statement. Well, hey, listen, I rotated your tires. I ain't mad. Made all the groceries when we got out. I went grocery shopping with you. I grabbed all the bags because I'm not making two trips. I look like Hercules going inside. I did all this just because I love you. That's because I love you. Those are great things. Those are great things we should be doing for our spouses. Men, we should be doing these things. Those are things that, that are not sexual things. That, that this God, you, These are things that have to be done. Those things get heavy. Balls of water are heavy. Hey, lift those things up. Help her out. Love her. Honor her. Honor God. Have fun with your significant other. Have fun. Have a good time. Now, women, you ladies, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> I really do. I got some stuff for you. But pursue him with words of affirmation. Or affirmation, sorry. He becomes what you see in him. Guys, hear that? Are you ladies hear that? He becomes what you see in him. If you're constantly beating him down, you're constantly talking down to him, well, you're lazy. After he doesn't work the eight-hour day out in the hot sun or the freezing cold, you know, that's what he's going to become. Maybe I'm lazy. Maybe I'm down in the dumps. Maybe I'm not good enough. Don't tell him what he's not, but tell him what you want him to be. Hey, you're awesome. 
Thank you for being a good dad. Thank you for being a good husband. Thank you for providing for us. You're strong because you got all them groceries in one get. I couldn't have done that. I hate making two trips, y'all. Build him up spiritually. Take him to church. Sit close to him. You will never be more attracted to someone than when you pray over a meal together. At our house, and, and I was oftentimes put touch on the spot. She's like, hey, I want you to pray. I'm like, no, you pray. <laughs> Yesterday, we're in a crowd of people. She's like, Michael, pray. I'm like, you pray. <laughs> I like when she prays because I'm trying to build up her confidence. I'm trying to build her up to do great things and, and great things in ministry. And, and that's one of the things is praying for people in a large group. I'm at the firehouse, and they're like, hey, man, I want you to pray. And I'm like, man, can't you pray? Well, you're like the expert. You're, you got the job where it's what you do. I'm like, but you can do it just as good as I can. <laughs> I don't have no special uh, uh, rank up because I'm a pastor. For I can just pray like you can. I don't have a closer connection with God. These are things that are great for you, your partners to be doing with one another. Pray over a meal. Pray together. Got something going on financially or problems in your life? Pray with one another. Any you guys that are in relationships, pray with one another. Ben, she knows, uh, she wants you to know today that you love her. Do you, or excuse me, excuse me, men, women want to know, do you love her today? Do you love her today? Ladies, he wants to know, do you believe in him today? Do you believe in him? I gotta hurry, I gotta hurry, I gotta hurry. Take notes. Uh, number two, when you think something special, do it. You think something special, so now, a while ago, we talked about when you think something good, say it. Now, now if you think of something special, do it. And it tells us in James uh, 4 and 17, if anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Now, you come home early, men, women, grab that takeout on your way in. I, like, I love coming home early. I love surprising Tasha and the girls, and I get to come home early from work. It's great. I love doing it. It's a little bit hard for us to do now because we've got this app that tracks me and knows where I'm going. It's called Life 360. That way, because uh, I drive a lot, and every accident, it, it pops up, it tells her. It's a great app, but it's kind of hard for me. So I'm here because <laughs> you know what I'm doing. And then we got cameras at the house that alert when you pull in my driveway. It's, it's great. So it's hard for me just to pop up on her now. But, but it's always good when I can say, hey, coming home. Okay, we're coming home, getting about the king, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to stop over here. I'm going to get you something for lunch. What you want? And we get to go home. We get to enjoy lunch together. It's great. I love doing that. And, and it's awesome. And because and it, it begins to be something special to do. I think about it, man, man, hey, I, I'm driving down the road. Man, man I'm going to grab some lunch for us. I'm going to grab dinner for us tonight. It's going to be easier on us tonight. I'm just going to grab it on my way. I'm going to surprise her. And there's been times where, where we've been wanting to do things and, and, and I'll be like, well, let's just do it. Let's go ahead and buy the tickets and do it. Go to the baseball game. She likes baseball. She likes going to do karaoke and things like that. Let's just buy the tickets and let's go on and do it. Let's just go. And little things in life. Maybe you got little kids, guys. Let's get those kids in beds. I mean, get the kids in the baths. I'm not sure your wife would appreciate that. She's not having to ever fight with them and fuss with them. She, she can take a breather. My mind's got old enough. I'm just like, hey, go take a bath now. <laughs> now. No fussing, no fighting. You got 10 minutes. Get in there and get it done. 
I love it. All right, see, we gotta catch up here. You think of something special, then do it. Maybe they go to work every morning, pack their lunch for them, put a special note in there. It's been oftentimes Tasha's packed up my bag or uh, my night bag or my lunch box, and she'll put a little note in there. So when I open it up, I get to see it. And I mean, the stones are special. She thought it, and it was something special, so she did it. Pack their bags, pack the kids, and send them off to the babysitter. Book a hotel. Hey, let's just go out of town for the day. Let's just go. Let's go to Boone. Let's just, go. Let's just get out of town. Let's get out of Dodge. Let's just go. Do it. Something special. Men, if you think to fill up her tank, fill up her gas, I'm sure she'd appreciate it. I'm sure women, if your man wants his gas tank filled up, please fill his gas tank up, $4 a gallon. Write that thankful note, make the bed. And gentlemen, if you really want to do something special for your wife, pop some popcorn, turn the lights off, turn the fake fireplace on, and watch a chick flick together. I'm giving you some pointers, guys. This will help you out to boost your confidence and, and boost your love life. But do something together that you, uh, your spouse loves to do. And like me, I love to play golf. I love to go out and play golf. And, and I bought Tasha. I was like, hey, let's go do some stuff together. I bought her some golf gloves and for Christmas a couple of years ago. She just went one time. But she went out. She loved, she loved spending time together, and it was great. We're busy, so it's hard for us to go out and, and do that together. But when we are able to find time to do things together, it's fun. It's exciting. It boosts our, our relationship, and it's great for us. Women or men do something she likes doing. Maybe she likes art and painting. Go to art and painting class with her. Maybe there's a book club that she's in. Go out, read the book, join her, hang out with her. I'm telling you, it's going to be beneficial to your relationships. Number three, if you're taking notes, when you want something different... When you want something different, be it. Be it. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about. If you want to be a better husband or wife, change your spiritual leadership in your in your marriage. And what I mean by that is maybe you need to start reading your Bible more, praying more, find a devotional book. If you need some reference and some help on something to read, come find me. We'll go down to a bookstore. I will hook you up. I got friends at a couple bookstores. I get you some devotionals that will help you out. <laughs> because we want your marriages to be changed. We want your relationships to be changed for the good. So, so, so you want something different, you got to be it. Don't always time, if you're all the time griping to your spouse now, change it. Stop griping, stop complaining. And, and, and continue to grow with one another, support one another, help one another out. If, if, if you get frustrated about things and, and you're getting frustrated, maybe you're on your phone and things aren't working, set your phone down to the side. Take a breather. Sometimes our computers, I love computers, I love technology. Like last week, we had an issue with the live stream, and, and you know what we had to do? We had to do a reset. Sometimes that's what it takes, sitting down. Let's take a breather. Let's take 10 seconds and let the thing reset and, and see what happens. And then go back to it. If you have problems, admit it. Hey, I'm struggling with this. I'm having a problem with this. And then I'm close with this. And if you're struggling with things, the best thing that you can do is talk to your partner. Hey, I'm having this issue. Will you 
whoever, I mean, they're going to find you. one person you live with long enough, and, and you talk to enough, you probably know them better than you know anybody else. And, and, and if you don't, you know, we've we got to get you some help. But, but, that's, <laughs> but, but, but talk to one another. There's been times that, that we've sat down and said, hey, we're going to have some heart hearts. And, and, and we're going to talk it out. And, and we're going to say, hey, listen, I'm struggling with this part and, and problem, this issue. I don't like what you're doing necessarily like this. Now, I'm not telling you to get in conversation, get in fights. Sit down and have a civilized conversation with one another and say, hey, I'm having some issues with this. Own it. Admit it. Work it out. And if you need help and you need more help, find some friends to come talk to. And get them involved, hey, because you may be dealing with something that they may have experienced as well. I love older people because I love their wisdom. Because they probably dealt with some of the same issues and same problems I've dealt with. And I can say, hey, I'm dealing with this right now. How did you overcome it? Or if you were dealing with this, how would you overcome it? And oftentimes I've found that, hey, I've dealt with that same problem, son. Let me tell you what I did. And, and, and being able, whatever, you know, we all have a story and a story worth telling. I tell you guys this all the time because what you're going through, somebody else may be going through the same similar issue. Well, I dealt with this one. This is how I went and got over it. So, so to get what you never had, you must do what you've never done. Sometimes that it can get hard. It can get frustrating. Well, it seems like every time I keep chasing after God, it seems every time I get close to Him, and I feel like I'm close to him. It seems like he's 10 miles away. Keep chasing him. Keep going after God. Keep moving. Keep praying. Keep seeking. Keep coming to church. Well, Pastor Michael, it's tough. You want a, you want a deeper relationship with God, a relationship like you never had? You're going to have to do things you've never done. You're going to have to keep moving. You're going to have to keep going. To get what you once had, you must be willing to do what you once did. Pastor Michael, I had an on-fire relationship for God. I had an on-fire. I was deep with God. I, had a, I was going to church. I was involved. I was doing a, a men's group. I was doing a women's group. I was singing on the praise team. I was doing this. I was on fire for God. I was on fire for him, and I was doing the great things, and, and people looked up to me. They, I was telling my story. I was sharing my stories, and all of a sudden, it just hit rock bottom. I had some bad experiences to take place. What were you once doing? You may have to start doing once again. You may have to experience those hardships. You may have to cut those ties with individuals that you once had friendships and relationships with. Remember the highest, remember the height from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first, Revelations 2 and 5. We have to own it. We make mistakes, and it's okay if you made a mistake. I always tell people, don't go out and freely sin, but if you slip, you fall, it's okay. God still loves you. And God wants you to go to him, and he's right there. And when you fall and stumble, he's right there to pick you up. And, 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 we've, and it tells us in the Bible, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. And it's what's great is with knowing that, hey, I've messed up, you messed up, but God's there to pick up the pieces. Guys, don't mind if you'll stand with me this morning. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for this day. God, I thank you for everybody that's here. God, let us continue to pursue after you, God. 
God, when things get hard, things get rough, God, God, continue to let us fill out those motions and keep going forward and chasing you. Because, God, when we stumble, we fall, you're right there to pick us up. God, in our relationships today, God, God, wherever we're at, let us change and shift our priorities around like we talked about last week, God. God, help us continue to pursue our marriages. God, help us to change our thought process with our spouses, God. God, if there's something in our lives that we need to do, God, that's special, Lord, let us do it. God, let us be it. If there are things that we need to say in our relationship, God, let us say it today. Reveal those things to us individuals. God, strengthen the marriages today. God, strengthen relationships that people are in. God, if somebody's single, Lord, let them know. Let them continue to prepare you, God, you to prepare them for their future spouse. God, we just again pray over all the needs that have been submitted today, God. God, our hearts, Lord, you know our hearts. God, touch those needs this morning. Lord, somebody don't know you, let them know. All they have to do is say the simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Thank you for coming to this earth and dying on the cross for me. When it gets hard and I stumble and I fall, reassure me you're there with me to pick me up and restore that brokenness in my life. In your name I pray, amen. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Submit a prayer request. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.